everyone and welcome to another edition of the Dragon Ball podcast where everything is much more relaxed and a little bit more retrospective, including the fact that we've had plenty of news and things to discuss in this medium from Akira Toriyama. So join us here, up on the lookout. For those of you who don't know, Up on the Lookout is a podcast with a difference concerning Dragon Ball. Here, we don't like to get into fierce debates and making sure that people follow our own way of thinking. We're just two people on the internet with our own opinions, and you can actually field whatever one you wish to choose. I'm Marcet Coex, one of the founding members of Team Four Star, and of course, a creator of many what-ifs and many other different stories, including making Raditz relevant in this day and age. And joining me, as always, is my trusty sidekick, Havarok. Hello, I'm Havarok, and you ain't never had a friend like me. I would say that in spades, absolutely. I don't know where I'd be without you. Oh. Uh, yeah, going back to what we just said, there's quite a lot to go on uh, for this edition. We're not just going to be talking about the latest Dragon Ball Super manga. We're actually going to be talking about a thing that came out a couple of days ago concerning Dragon Ball Super Superhero. And again, I said this in my main video, I am very glad that I didn't stay up for it because it turned out to be a relatively mediocre affair, but we did get some cool information. I will sum it up in two words. Tech demo. The people there going, oh, well, we, we haven't actually finished making the movie yet. We're only about like two months out, but hey, check out how cool Gamma 2 twirls his gun around. You know, the naysayers about the animation, look how fluid it is. Ooh, spinny, spinny gun. Uh, they were trying very hard to impress people with the animation, but we did get a couple of things going. And I think based on these little bits of information and visuals that we got, I think I can piece together a basic plot. In short, this is going to be, oh dear, which one of the two groups is the real superhero right here? Gamma 1 and 2 and Hedo seem to think that they're in a superhero, but wait, the Dragon Team are superheroes too. <gasps> Clash of the superheroes. Also, also, I was only partly joking, but I, I told, I called it out like months ago that they will be posing at as pharmaceutical company as, you know, in the boys, like, like that Red Ribbon Army basically, you know, poses as uh, red pharma uh, pharmaceuticals. Which is which is which is kind of nice and and makes you wonder like, you know, I'm pretty sure uh, they they will address that as especially since you know like uh, Doctor Hido is his name is basically opposite of Doctor Jiro because uh, it his name is reference a Japanese word for anti vomiting meditation. And and Doctor Gero or Jiro is basically a word for vomiting. To me, it seems like like this like I I like their little city they had like we've seen we've seen it before, but like I like how they said that they wanted you know the entire army to be an enemy again. Like they got inspired by the fact that the OG Red Ribbon Army you know they don't necessarily had the same motivations. They all had their own little agendas. So I I think that's a little bit refreshing, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. It does seem like they're trying to reinvent themselves because at this point in the story, it's been decades since the Red Ribbon Army was around. So what better thing to do is just to come back with a different brand, a different uh, market, 
because quite clearly the vehicle market is dominated by Capsule Corp going to pharmaceuticals because Capsule Corp's not part of that. So they can build up an empire without Bulmer's lot interfering with them in theory. And their pharmaceuticals can be, you know, like can be kind of related to to, to them producing like superhuman warriors or, or, or something like to me, like... Uh, I know that people would, will be kind of annoyed by that, but think about it. Like they man, like uh, uh, they managed to create androids that are basically on the level of fighters like Gohan and Piccolo in this day and age. Like this is pretty impressive. That's a big deal. I mean. It's a little weird that Gohan's showing off Super Saiyan instead of using Ultimate again, which is a bit bizarre because I thought he just spent a lot of time gaining Ultimate again and now he's going back to Super Saiyan. Unless he's just using Super Saiyan instead of. Like, maybe it's one of those things? Like, he can just choose which one to use? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Especially that that the poster, like, showcases him in, in Ultimate. So I think, like, you know, like, why not, right? Why, why not use it? And to me... To me, uh, like I still wonder, like if if there will be a hidden big bad. Like I don't think it's Android Twenty One. I'm 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 I think it's right there that you ca- you should manage your expectations with that because I don't think that she, they would put her here. I think it's there are completely separate faction of Red Ribbon, not connected to Jiro or his fa- family. But when I look at all of this, like. I do feel both gammas have those redeemable character designs, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they don't look inherently evil. It feels like they were created for a purpose, and they're just carrying out the purpose being good, faithful minions or, you know, devices. And I bet there'll be a moment where they're thinking, well, wait a minute, well, we were told that you were bad guys. And they're like, no, no, we're not. Well, then what are we supposed to be? Are we the bad guys? And then before they can redeem themselves, Dr. Hedo and the Red Ribbon lot, they'll suddenly put up their protocol and turn them, I think the big bad is going to be Gamma Zero, as in it's going to be a fusion of one and two. And it'll either be them basically becoming Cell or a different kind of Cell, like a combination. It's not an exact copy. We're not getting perfect Cell again. We're getting a similar looking one, as in it's the Dragon Ball Super modern interpretation of a, of a cell, as it's combining two very strong warriors into one perfect being, just in a different manner. So I don't think we're, we're not going to get cell again. We're not going to get Android 21 because that that's that's in the realm of Dragon Ball fighters. I mean, it's a little bit, I think it's a bit of a uh, kind of misleading fact there. But one thing I did want to mention, you did bring up the poster. We did get a full poster. And sure enough, not only do we get Android 18 with Krillin, obviously, there's no Marin or Buller, though, but I'm sure they'll be in there somewhere. Uh, but we have Goten and Trunks finally aged up, which is great. That's the Good bit. The not so good bit is that they're doing the fusion post and they're getting it wrong. And I was thinking, uh oh, this isn't good. Hopefully, this is just a means of endearment to make them look really passionate and enthusiastic. But no, I recently, literally this morning, saw a thing uh, of keychains and it's fat Gotenks. Great. Okay. Right. 
So they're just there for comedy relief. Oh, you know, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be so sure. Like on mer- in the merchandise, you still have like th- there's still like this cover with covered, you know, covered characters on the uh, like o- o- on the top. And I'm pretty sure the one covered is Goten and Trunks. And I'm pretty sure we are getting uh, like uh, f- Gotenks properly fused. I think it would be just a visual v- visual gag for a moment and we will get, we're going to get proper Gotenks. Oh, yeah, of course. But the thing is, though, the joke is dead. The joke's been done so many times. It was first done in 1994 and then we saw it again in the Fusion Reborn. I mean, that bit was funny because, you know, that was Vegeta and Goku. So that means you can have a bit of yucks there. But then you get this in the Broly movie. Okay, fine. It's not, you don't linger on it for very long. Uh, but now we're getting it again. And this is why are you getting it again? Maybe we could just like have a different wrong fusion. Doesn't have to be a fat one or a skinny one. It could be like, I don't know, an alien looking one or a really weird looking one. Like, I don't know that they got they got feet on their arms and the hands are on the legs or something like that. Like something a little bit more surreal. Yeah. I don't know. Different, differently animated. Or who, or who knows? Maybe it's they become female. I don't know. Just something different just to show, oops, the fusion went wrong or something like that. Or they end up as Siamese twins, or they have two heads, or something like that. Again, I don't know, maybe m- 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 maybe this joke is a cult classic in Japan, you never know. Either way, that was pretty much it in terms of the content for the superhero thing. There was no new trailer. We got news about it coming out into North America in the summer. So it's coming out there at least. And hopefully Funimation is is expanding more into Europe. So hopefully that might lead to a speedier distribution, but I'm not holding my breath for it. Um, I'm guessing maybe the UK might get it in August or something like that. But again, I, I said this in my main video that staggering this release over a course of a year, this is only going to be attracting piracy. I assure you, there are going to be places they'll they'll get they'll get a rip of it. They'll put fan subs on it. Of course they will. There will be, there'll be full movie uploads on YouTube. Of course there will be. Especially, especially if you know certain countries in which this movie is popular won't get their releases. <clears throat> I know you're hinting to yourself there, but hey, hey, that just means that you just have to come over here. It wasn't too bad. It was a decent amount of information, but it wasn't a brand new trailer and I saw a lot of people getting very bored with the fact that it was mostly talking. I found it personally fascinating about the intricacies but I can imagine that some people might not have been entertained by that. I mean I I, I, I still think like the one goal they, they managed to do is you know like warming up the people to the animation style because I, I, I think it's okay. I think it, it, it's, it, it's not Broly but like it's not what we saw it's not insulting. <laughs> Oh no no no! It's definitely solid, and there are moments in there because they are they are using two D elements in there mixed in with the three D, and this is probably something they've never really done before in this capacity, and this is taking a very long time. This kind of tells me this is probably not what we're going to get for a series because this is probably a little bit too time consuming for a series, but it's it's a technical experiment. They want to Toei want to give it a try. And so far, it's not a failure. It's no. It's it's. They are making it work, and there are moments in this which it looks very, very good. 
So I'm I'm quietly confident about it, and I feel like that they will they will pass muster, and I it's going to be a good time. Okay, let's get into the meat of this discussion. Chapter eighty one. Goku's conflict. I'm not conflicted about this. I think this was something that this manga needed because chapter 80, I will admit, it was very mediocre in the fact that it was just like, it's okay, things happened, but a lot of people were moving away from the saga, as in people were getting very bored of it, very weary. So they weren't really engaging with it as much. And I saw that in the view counts for the review. And I'm not I'm not being like a typical YouTuber. Oh, no, my channel is dying. No, it was just an observation. Other people who were reviewing it, the, their view figures were down for it because people weren't interested in it anymore. And I can see why. I've actually got a discussion coming about uh, in the next couple of weeks concerning this. But it's from chapter 80 because chapter 81, this got things a little bit more interesting and a lot more intriguing. And the best thing about this is that Goku is actually really behaving incredibly well as a team member. He's actually playing a big role in making sure the overall team survives. Um, it's all about a universal game of cat and mouse. Uh, Goku still gets to fight gas, but I'm glad, like, when I saw Monaito helping Granola, I'm like, oh, he's not stealing that one. He's not stealing that one. Like, the best course of action would be to free of them, like, get a group defeat. Like, come on, Toyotaro and Toriyama, we like group wins. If if Granola can be the sole winner, then I get, give Goku, Vegeta, and Granola, like, a, like a combo on gas, like make them team up. I think the plan that I reckon from this uh, chapter is that Goku is just going to be going around the universe, um, cha- making gas uh, get more and more angry, chase him around, buy Vegeta, Granola, Monito some time, because Monito can heal, and my bet is that he will sacrifice himself. Um, and he'll be like, oh, this is too slow. I've got to use all my remaining life essence to ch- to heal you right now. And it's so good, it actually recovers Granola's eyes. Because, you know, again, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, because that was unnecessarily gruesome. But OK, definitely got people interested. But again, this is going to be the moment where Monaito really has to step up and do one last thing for Planet Serial and ensure that the Dragon Balls are never used for this kind of stuff again. So there'll be that moment where Granola is fully recovered at the cost of Monaito's life. And Vegeta probably has enough energy to at least help not be the main front guy, because he's obviously given all of his energy. There'll be a way that the two of them can then take down the rest of the heaters. Not necessarily kill them, but just enough to subdue them. Like, you could just knock Oil and Maki out. Elec, they'll probably kill. If Gas is not taken out somewhere else, they'll come back. He'll find out Elec's dead. He'll go berserk, and then he'll go completely out of control. If Goku could find Jarko, he's going to find Broly. He's going to go to Broly, include him in the manga for the first time. It just makes perfect sense. Just take him where you actually can get some help. Or to Beerus. Or Beerus, yes. But the thing is, though, I just get the feeling that Beerus will just, like... Tell him to go away. You know, he'll just be at that moment where he'll just say, Goku, don't bring your mess to me. Or he'll whack whack them both. Like, there will be a gag, like, with him. Yeah, he'll just whack them both on the head and tell them to get lost. Yeah. So it's like, 
I told you two to get lost. <laughs> that'll be that'll be a cool gag moment yeah, where they're both yeah. they're both kind of told. Uh, then Goku's like, uh, oh, okay, uh, I know. And then goes and then they go to Vampa. It, it, it would be funny if he took him to Vampa later to Mirus, like you know, through all of the like like essentially showing guys that there is a lot of strong guys in the universe still. Yeah, and if they all work together, they could easily take him down. So yeah, yeah. That, I, I think that's where it could potentially go. I'm I'm fairly confident in that particular theory. But let's just go back to the rest of the content. Uh, the the rest of the content here. I mean, first of all, I've got. I mean, the train, of course. That is totally Spider Man. Yeah, that that is totally it. And I bet that that came from the trailers because that train battle was in the trailers. And then obviously Toyotaro saw the movie because he's a big Marvel nut. It's definitely very cool. And you can tell, oh, he's totally got it from that. He totally has because trains in the sky. I mean, it's a pared down version. There's no like tricky, like uh, visual optical illusions or anything like that. But, you know, it's two trains in the sky. Come on. And Goku seems to, like, do the whole thing where he's at the front, like, in Spider-Man 2. So he's doing that whole thing. I think he's done that, like, three times or something like that in that little sequence. Well, like, we want, we wanted uh, enemies with cool weaponry, and I must say, like, I totally love how Gas uses different... Like, he, he skips hitting them with the more and more ridiculous stuff, and I kind of love it. Like, 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 if you ever think about, oh, you know characters in Dragon Ball weren't hit with interesting things, like Gas hit Goku with a train. Like That's kind of cool. I mean, honestly, it just reminds me, this is the Dragon Ball equivalent of the road roller. You know, just like hit with them with a train, or from the old OVA of Jojo, an oil tanker for you, or something like that. Just like, just a train. I mean... This is the this is the chapter where Gas has come alive. Now he's sure of himself and his personality is coming through. And I mean, the, the other ones, they're not noticing. They're just thinking, wow, Gas is so cool. But they're not realizing that probably Gas is going to realize it and he's going to become more independent. He's going to be like, don't get in my way. Don't get in my way or I will kill you. Because this is something I, I need. Because he's now becoming obsessed with killing Goku. Because Bardock, he wants to correct the mistake that he made 40 years ago. He's now becoming obsessed because he doesn't care about Granola anymore. He doesn't really care. The only reason he's you know, doing to, that to try and kill Granola when Manito is healing him is only because that's just annoying. And he kind of almost is expecting, he's trying to goad Goku into doing something. Because during that battle, Goku's phoning it in. He's not into it. And this is very unlike him in the sense that this is something where Goku just doesn't have the fighting spirit that he always has because he's always, I want to fight strong guys. Well, this is a strong guy right here. He doesn't really want to fight him because he's just like, hey, I don't really want to fight you. So can you just leave? I'm like, what? Huh? That's a really strange request because usually Goku's like, I'm only going to say this once. Leave this planet and never come back again. That's what he usually says. This was a little bit different. And then the whole thing, Gas is like challenging him. He's going like, why are you not using your spirit? This is very unlike you. You're not seem to be into this. And then Goku makes this lame excuse of like, oh, I hit my head when I was younger. So therefore, I'm not like a Saiyan. What? What? Didn't you find that weird, Have That Goku's making up these kind of feeble excuses as to why he's not into it. I think he kind of, uh, to me, understood that this might be Granola's fight. And, and like, he got really excited when he saw that Granola is still, you know, 
alive and kicking. Like, I feel that he learned what Vegeta was trying to, sh- to show Granola and to show to him that, uh, Go- that Goku finally realized that this isn't his fight. After another snuffle with Moro, he tries to be, you know, more responsible, you know, like, I, I, I feel like he still has some, you know, some Moro flashbacks pretty fr- fresh in his mind. And he sees that, and he, fe- and he kind of feels that, Granola might be like like, like like he Granola needs that fight to develop further. Yeah, and that's why he came up with that plan to buy them time. So that means yeah, Monaito could heal him because the rest of the heaters don't seem to be all that strong. We don't know how the, how strong they would be without the necklaces. I don't think Oil and Marky would do that because they they probably haven't had the power buff. They don't know whether it's a last resort tactic or something like that. Or maybe Elec doesn't have it because he then relies on other people to do things for him. That would be a nice twist. That would be a nice twist. He'd be just like, he'd be powerless without his family or everything like that. He's just hiding behind his blaster because this is something I need to go. Granola? All the stuff that happened to him, he really didn't deserve that. I mean, I'm like, Sure, Granola really rubbed me up the wrong way for a long time, but I'm like, to have your arms broken and then your eyes blasted out? Ooh, ow. You're not going to see that in the anime. You you might see his arms broken, maybe, but in framed differently. He will be blinded like Gohan was in, uh, in the introduction match against uh, Lavenda. Or maybe... Gas will use his, like, gravity powers or something to keep his eyes shut. Or something like that. Like he can, he can somehow concentrate his gravitational powers to force Granola to be blind without actually blinding him. And then Elec just blasts him in the back. Just shows it. Just shows that you know Granola is wow. Okay, that that was a little stark. Pretty heavy, and hence that's what will make this chapter quite memorable. Not only for the Marvel um, illusions, but also the fact that Granola got massively beaten down and i don't know what happened with oatmeal why he's not got oatmeal on his head anymore i I can't i'm not quite sure about that but i'm sure that there'll be a moment where vegeta throws oatmeal to granola and go here you need this and then you know oatmeal is there to help his buddy like okay i'll tell you where to go i'll tell you where to hit It'll be like that thing in Matrix Revolutions where eventually Granola can use his new techniques to somehow see without seeing or something like that. Use the force. Oh boy. Oh boy. Is he becoming Daredevil now? Oh yeah. Oh, is he oh, another Marvel pastiche? Yeah. Can you imagine that? Granola yeah. is just basically Daredevil? Yeah. Oh wow. It's not, it's not out of the realms of impossibility. It's definitely plausible. Based on, on based on what Toyotaro likes, we're just seeing a, a Marvel smorgasbord in a way here, just like little nods to the Marvel movies. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy, but you know, I mean, a lot of people will just be they'll they'll get the references certainly. But yeah, I I and I can definitely say that Toyotaro is improving in what he's willing to give a go. Like he's he's coming up with all these these different techniques. He's coming up with this framing. I wish he would then push the boat out and expand out of the blocks and out of the squares, out of the realms of the actual panel. But he's improving. He's actually being a bit more daring. And this is by leagues much better than what we get in in Super Dragon Ball Heroes, where that is incredibly formulaic to Dragon Ball. Uh, this is actually trying to do something different. 
And yeah, I mean, it's it's getting a little bit confusing about what Elec is doing and what his wish was. Um, yeah, what was into the wish as well, or something he asked for, the errand that he had. I mean, I heard one theory that Elec also wished for Goku's fighting spirit to be removed. I mean, it's a little bit strange, a little bit specific. If they made, made it a lasting consequence, but I'm, you know, we've been burned before. Like, like, like to me, it's, it, it, it's not like, not, not like this, but like, I, I still, I still hope that, 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 that Alex wish is going to bite everyone in the butt at the end. Like maybe factor into next saga or something, you know, but uh, one more thing I wanted to say, I kind of love that little gag with Jacko. <laughs> Jacko is just doing groceries. He's just there. He's just minding his own business. And, you know, well, I think he was just actually he was he was doing his groceries. He was trying to help and he was fixing a light bulb. And then suddenly, bam, yeah, he goes in. And good thing that gas didn't just destroy everybody else. So he's at least got some kind of control. But I mean, yeah, that marketplace. Was, yeah, it, it, it was kind of funny that it went from a light bulb to then that entire marketplace completely devastated. Yeah, like, oh, hey, Jack, look, it, it's a guy who's who's stronger uh, than Moro was. Bye. Also, also speaking of speaking of the vendor guy uh, that that Jacko helps, he kind of looks like uh, Topo species, which may be our confirmation that they are in universe seven did you notice that like he kind of looks like like one of one of those one of the topos yeah that's kind of interesting like an older version of it and there's also like a like a bee in the background and frog things and then some fox things and then like a a boo like entity or like a kind of a fishy type thing there's it's like a, a place where there's like very different species and whatnot uh, it, it's curious. I mean, I'd like to know, but that's a really good observation. I hadn't really thought of that. And this one actually has hair. So again, a bit of a variation on that. But yeah, it's cool. It sort of reminds me of when Goku transmits to King Kai's. Just like, oh, you were the closest one that I could find in terms of energy. We don't see where they go. So that could easily be addressed right at the beginning of chapter 82 yeah that should like, like that, that should be something meaningful i feel like it would be a little bit of, of a drag if it was like a, around the plant it's you know it's, it has to be either broly or Beerus. yeah exactly and elect seems genuinely like oh uh, okay I, I don't know what to do now my my prized assets gone like what did goku do what did goku do did he destroy him or did he sacrifice himself I, he has no clue so he has no information as to where. And elect without information is a very dangerous thing indeed. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a moment where Granola, when fully healed after Monito's sacrifice and Vegeta, team up to take out the rest of the heaters to subdue them. So I think that's how it's going to end. At least until that Gas finds his way back and then tries to get revenge. And then it's a team team attack possibly vegeta resorting to force spirit fission to somehow get his energy back like tap into gas's power by just trying to get hits on him i mean i mean there's one more place where he can be taking him and it's he can take him to freezer oh well yeah of course i did consider that briefly but i wasn't too sure like freezer comes in and goes oh oh goku Ooh, who's this little friend of yours do you want me to kill him because I really want to kill you as well, but I don't mind people who are friends with Goku and all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, that could be a way to bring Freezer in. Yeah, and, and Freezer explains to us, you know, like we are in different kind of relationship, me and Goku. Now we can kill other people. We are allow, allow ourselves to kill other people from time to time. We're not mutually exclusive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I mean, that'd be funny. I mean, I, I think so long as they bring in another strong person to help Goku, that could be that would be a good move. And I think that's what it's moving up to. Because I think anything else, if they're just going to random planets, that'd be just a bit of a missed opportunity, I reckon. Mm. But yeah, to summarise, this chapter was a good shot in the arm for people. Or shot in an eye. Ah. <laughs> but it was definitely needed to get more interest in the manga again. And I think now that we're probably a couple of chapters away from the end, I think it'll, the interest will pick up again. And I think we'll be able to review the saga a little bit more properly going forward but yeah uh yeah that concludes our review of chapter 81 and our superhero thoughts have thank you so much for joining me thank you before the gohan and trunks sudden growing up saga oh yeah well, go go to you know it may happen like like you know like we we give them hard time but goku was 13 in original dragon yeah Ball, so, yeah you know i know so so, so maybe we'll see like a mini saga of them suddenly <laughs> yeah. growing up. and also the fact that goten now looks just like teen gohan like as in like you know gohan cell game so okay he's now not just copying his father he's now copying his brother okay (laughs) oh well but if you enjoyed this podcast and our thoughts do follow us on your podcasting platform of choice and we hope that you're staying safe out there and to see you again very soon for a future edition of up on the lookout ta-da